Victoria Siegel was 18 years old when she died from a drug overdose. Like Victoria, tens of thousands die every year from overdoses. Victoria's parents, David and Jackie Siegel, have founded the Victoria's Voice Foundation to honor their daughter's life and legacy. Their hope is to end the drug epidemic and save countless lives through their programs and foundation. Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. Each week, we introduce you to special guests who share their personal stories and advice on how to build a strong foundation of faith, family, and freedom in their home, community, and country. Hi, moms. I'm Debbie Kurlitis, your host, and this is the Moms for America podcast, a show inspiring, encouraging, and educating mothers in their journey through motherhood. So we want to go ahead and say thank you. Thank you for joining us once again this week. If you are new, welcome to the family. We're so glad that you're here. We love all of our listeners to subscribe to the podcast, like it, and share it with all the other moms that you know. If you have any ideas or comments for our podcast, please email me at podcast at momsforamerica.net. Again, you can go ahead and reach Myself at podcast at America at momsforamerica.net. I'm getting it all tongue tied here today, but we have got such a great show. I can't wait for you to um, hear about this foundation and what they're doing. And um, we have a very special guest, but I also want to mention really quickly that we are also on Rumble. We are also on the Charisma Podcast Network and all of the other formats that um, host podcasts. So Moms for America heard about Victoria's Voice a few years ago, and we were very, very touched by their mission and by Victoria's story. So today's subject is very sobering for all of us as mothers. Victoria, at 18 years old, was one of 129 Americans to die from a drug overdose in 2015. Now, the CDC announced that in October of 2021, in a 12-month period, 289 people died from drug overdoses and poisoning. Again, that's now 289 people dying every single day. Obviously, the increase is staggering. And that, unfortunately, that doesn't even include the deaths from alcohol or tobacco. So today, my guest is Michael DeLeon. He is the Director of Education in school outreach for the Victoria's Voice Foundation that was created, like I mentioned, by Victoria Siegel's parents in the wake of her overdose death in 2015. So this is going to be a very informative show for you moms. Um, It's a tough subject, but it is subject that all of us all around the country need to be addressing because this happens in our home, in our neighborhoods, and throughout our country. So welcome, Michael. Uh, welcome to the Moms for America podcast. Thank you so much, Deb, for having me. I really appreciate it. I so appreciate what your organization does and uh, you know your focus on this today. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm just looking at you, and I I read in your bio that you travel over 300 and something days a year. It looks like I'm catching you in a car. Are you just getting off of a plane? <laughs> I literally just landed uh, less than an hour ago in Denver. Um, I left New York early this morning. And then I'm here two days and then I go to Florida, 
Michigan, Indiana, Illinois in the next week. So uh, wow. what we're doing is trying to educate kids and staff members at schools and parents and community. That old expression, it takes a village. So yeah. we're literally systemically trying to educate our villages all across America. So before we get into this, I do want to have you just mention a little bit about your background, because when a person speaks from a point of personal experience, it's very powerful, right? Your, we don't have to get into this too deeply because I know we could, I could probably talk to you for hours on your background and the miracles that have happened, but you overcame, uh, you, you were involved in drugs and, and incarcerated at one time. So when you go around the country on behalf of Victoria's voice, you are speaking from experience. Yeah, unfortunately, personal experience. And so uh, 47 years of personal experience, my addiction began at the age of 11. And I say that purposely. It wasn't experimentation that began. It was addiction. It was a cigarette. It was alcohol. It was marijuana within the span of three days. And I was completely addiction, addicted. And then I was on meth and heroin uh, when my incarceration happened at mm. age 28. So I'm 58 years of age, about to turn 59. So 47 years of personal experience. I overcame addiction through incarceration. And now I have a huge purpose to prevent kids from sure growing do. up to be me. You sure do. Wow. Well, what a calling that is. Um, I know now that you travel the country for um, sharing Victoria's story. Can you tell us a little bit about um, her story and what happened to creating um, Victoria's Voices uh, Foundation? Sure. You know, we're in the crisis. We're in the worst pandemic America's ever seen. And I'm certainly not talking about COVID. I'm talking about addiction and suicide. It's the number one mm -hmm. cause of death for, you know, young people 27 years of age and below. Your uh, five of your top six causes of death for kids, 15 to 24 and 19 and below, is wow. drugs and alcohol. So, this is a crisis of epic proportions sure and is. we're not uh we're not addressing it we're not um garnering enough resources toward it and when victoria passed it was uh june 6th 2015 at the age of 18 you know after a period of time her, her family was devastated obviously sure and um they they turned it into a mission david siegel who I, I can tell you is one of the most selfless people I've ever met in my life, and his wife, Jackie, mm -hmm. they decided that it wasn't about Victoria anymore. They couldn't bring their beautiful daughter back, but they were going to spend the rest of their life making sure that their what, what their family had been through, that other families weren't going to have to go through that. And they right. came up with pillars. They came up with ideas. They partnered with organizations like me to educate America. Uh, Dave and Jackie Siegel went to Congress. They fought in the lock zone sure distribution, and they did a lot of things to change legislation. And now the pillar, main pillar of their organization that I control is uh, education and school outreach programs. So we're reaching elementary school, middle high school, and colleges all over this country to educate kids about the dangers of drugs, but not only drugs, connection, social isolation, right. asking for help. And we share Victoria's story because it's identifiable and kids really can relate to what she has gone through, what mm -hmm. she was going through as a young girl. Can you tell us about some of her struggles? I know um, they, she left behind a diary, which now has become um, a book. 
Um, and I do want to mention that we're going to make this book available on our website, momsforamerica.us, free for anyone that is listening, anyone that would like the book, go ahead to momsforamerica.us and put in an order there. We're going to get that to you. The Seagulls have provided um, uh, this book for other parents to take a look at. Can you tell us about the diary and the book and the message that was carried through that? You know, I've been to 278 funerals in the last 11 years for addiction and suicide, 278. And one of the threads I see through all overdose victims is they um, masked their pain, uh, isolated themselves, buried their pain. What Victoria did was she took her struggles and her pain and her, you know, um, lacking self-worth and she put it on paper. Mm -hmm. And now her parents can use those words from beyond the grave, her words, and they can use it as a cautionary tale to other children, not only other children, other parents, other moms, other dads, to really give them an insight. This was the roadmap of her demise. It's very, very selfless of that family. And it's not just Victoria's diary. Her parents and her siblings put a lot of effort into explaining how Victoria's loss affected Mm -hmm. them as a family because this is a family affair so this book this book is a tool for families to see what they went through so they can use it as tools so families can benefit from it you know uh it's victoria's words from beyond the grave it's a cautionary tale for parents many teens are going through um like you said i mean amazing to have these parents you know share such a, a deep, um, just tragic story with all of America um, because they want to help other parents, like you're saying. Our teens, um, I guess this is one of the things that is, is hard. Is sometimes parents don't know. I mean, we'll see warning signs. We have, um, we see maybe um, concerns, but are kids going to their parents? Are they going to influencers now? Is culture just really me, you know, becoming their parent. Um, how, how do we help these kids in a world where it almost says, don't go to your parents, do whatever you want, fill your life with drugs. It doesn't matter. I mean, really it's hard to raise kids in today's world. Right. You're just, you're, you're competing with so much, right. Right. And social media and the internet and these TV shows, they're not positive all the time. There's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of influencers that are not positive influencers and you know i i've i it's not a parent's fault it wasn't jackie and david's fault but what i love about those two people is they accept responsibility and they openly admit that they missed the signs vital signs that they have now turned into a program to share those vital signs with other parents. So raising kids in society in 2022 is not like raising kids in the eighties and the nineties. We didn't have the social media. We didn't have, have these, uh, these devices that kids are inundated with. We didn't have 24 seven bullying and and threatening, and we didn't have pornography at a kid's fingertips. There's so much. So the more parents know, the more parents know, the better off they are. The better informed you are as a parent, the better a parent you can be. And you have to get to your kids, connect with your kids, because kids don't feel that parents get it, that parents understand. And now we're dealing with a drug epidemic that's unlike any 
drug epidemic that's ever existed with fentanyl and fentanyl poisoning. We're not just dealing with overdoses. We're dealing with poisonings. And these aren't kids that are addicted to drugs. Many of these kids are just picking up a pill from a friend that they think is going to help them, help their anxiety or their depression, help them on exams or tests. And these these pills, three out of five pills on the streets today are not pills at all. They're poison. They're fentanyl poisoning. Three out of five. Say that again. Three out of five. Three out of five pills. That's staggering. Yes, three out of five. Yes, that kids are getting on the internet or on the streets today are not pills from a pharmacy, not pills from a doctor. They're poisonous pills that are pressed on the other side of our southern border. And those poisons and those analogs are flooding into Mexico from India and from China. And now fentanyl poisoning is the number one cause of death in America, 18 to 45 years of age. So parents, we have to be discussing these issues. I just, I know that kids do not understand. They have such a small um, vision of their world and they think that they can trust and do. You even talk about, you know, they just think that's never going to happen to them. I've heard you say that. You've got an ism you talk about on this because everyone thinks this isn't going to happen to them, right? right. I'm not going to get ad- addicted. Nobody ever says, I'm just going to become a drug addict and get right. thrown in jail and ruin my entire life. That's why I tell my kids everything. It's just incremental or you just do something, you know, you take a pill and that yep. you don't know where you got it from. One, don't take the pill. Two, you don't know where you're getting it from. Three, everything now is just absolutely dangerous. Do the yes. kids feel like their parents care? What, how can parents connect better with their kids on this, Michael? The most, because- the most, yeah, the most important thing moms need to know, dads too, is that connection is vital, Correct. absolutely vital. So you ha- kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I I tell Mm. moms this all the time, the number one reason that kids that never got involved with using drugs, the number one reason they gave is they didn't want to disappoint their parents. That disappointment is such a fine line because one of the reasons kids get involved in experimentation or escaping is they feel they've let their parents down. So it's kind of like a a double-edged sword. Kids don't want to disappoint their parents, but once they feel they're disappointing and letting their parents down, they feel it's easier to medicate or self-mask. And that's a danger, especially in today's society. Now, couple that with vaping, electronic cigarettes. Nicotine is your number one gateway drug in the history of the planet, nicotine. Mm -hmm. But now nicotine is given to kids in a flavor device through an electronic device that right. these kids don't even think are drugs. Right. And, and now smokeless, it's apparent you can't, right? you can't trace it. You can't even talk about it now because it's not, you, there's no scent, right? right. It's not like, no I remember, right? I remember back in the day and you talk about, you know, not wanting to disappoint your parents. I remember when I got caught smoking in eighth grade, the biggest thing I ever was most devastated about is that my dad would find out, not because I was going to, maybe even, you know, get in trouble or grounded just because I was disappointing him. Right. And there's, there's just nothing is traceable anymore. And that's the thing that I think is the hardest from, I have a 24 year old and a 17 year old, the difference in parenting them. And at this age is incredible. And it's only seven years, right? right? My daughter in between is 22, but every one of them had, it's, it's monumentous about the, the, the difference of, of what they've had to deal with. And what is coming at them? Um, what advice do you give to teens? Let's talk about this that are struggling 
with um, peer pressure and drugs and their, where they're at in their life. What do you tell the teens? And then I want you to talk to the parents. Yeah, empowerment is such a such a key, key lesson. Empowerment that kids absolutely own their choices and their decisions. I have this thing where I analogize it to math. I mean, the greatest math formula that a kid can understand is calculating the cost, the future cost, of their current decisions. Mm. These kids have to understand the choices and the decisions that you make in elementary school and middle school, high school will absolutely affect you the rest of their life. Right. A lot of things that kids don't understand, not just that drugs are bad or just say no, that doesn't work. Kids have to understand how drugs and alcohol affect the brain and how they affect the body. We're not talking to kids about how bodies and brains metabolize certain chemicals. It's why one kid could go to a party and get drunk and be over their toilet the next day, throwing up, saying they're never going to do this again. And another kid's over his toilet wondering when the next party is. They both drank the same amount of beer and alcohol at a party. Why are the outcomes so different? It's because of the way their body and their brain metabolizes alcohol, which is a depressant. So getting kids to understand the science behind it, how mm. their brains and their body works, and kids are enthralled by these things. And so getting them to understand that on top of the empowerment and the ability that they control their destiny, and then asking for help, asking right. for help. Most of the kids in the schools, especially middle schools, when I asked the question, how many of you feel that there's things going on in your life that you can't talk to your parents and guardians about? And sadly, it's 80% of the kids raise their mm. hand, 80%. How do I bridge that gap and take it from 80% 80 to 20%? And it's right. getting parents involved. But when I do these parent academies in these parent nights, you'll get 5% of the parents from the school district to show up to a parent night number one is stigma number two they don't think it's going to happen to their kid sure. and number three they certainly believe they're raising their kid in in, in a way that they're going to make the right choice when confronted mm. with that peer pressure and that's a lot to ask your kids i tell parents role play with your children take them mm. through that situation sit your daughter down in a living room and role play the whole thing Maybe she's at a party. Maybe she's at a friend's house. And the cutest blonde hair, blue eyed boy <laughs> walks into the room. Yeah, He's the captain of the football team. He's the most popular kid. And he starts paying your daughter some attention. What is she going to say? Maybe he pulls out a vape. Maybe he hands out her some alcohol. He walks over at a party and he has a solo cup in his hand. And he offers your daughter a drink. Don't wait till she's put in that position to make mm -hmm. that choice, to make that decision. Make right. it habitual. Right. Role play with your child. Practices. Role play with your son. Okay. What are you going to say? All of your friends are standing around and they all got vapes and you're not vaping. What is he going to say? Help your children develop that habitual escape mechanism and that response so they don't have to come up with it on their own. They come up with it because you've taken them through it. Nice. Role play, role play, role play. I did this always when my kids were the youngest, even just about, hey, somebody comes up to you and says they, they've got puppies in the car or can you take a ride with me? I mean, yeah. really think about it as parents. We've done this ever since we've been raising our children, role playing with them. And now we've got to continue this discussion right. all the way until we get them out of their yeah. college years. And just really, because at any point, 
anything can come at them. And it's, yeah. it's always, it's never planned. It's always, I always feel like it's sideswiped, you know? Um, you know, a lot of times in the past, Deb, we, we always talk about stranger danger. Right. 90% of the time, it's not a stranger that's influencing your child to get on drugs and alcohol. It's their best friend. So mm. it needs to be danger, but not from just strangers. Right. You know, you have to understand your surroundings and the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And um, it's, it's vital. Um, we wrote a book called Table Talks. Uh, and dashboard conversations yeah, that tell we published us about on that. our website. You mm -hmm. know, parents need to know what to say. Uh, every prevention organization in the country will tell you that you need to eat dinner with your kids five nights a week. But in 2022, in this day and era, can, right. can we eat dinner with our kids five nights a week? But it's not the dinner. It's not even the time. It's the conversation. So you need to have five three-minute mm -hmm. conversations with your children every single week. And not yes. just about drugs not just about drugs, about what these kids are going through in their life. So empathy and understanding becomes one. So it's on our website. Strengthen that relationship. Yeah, three years of conversations. And we don't just tell you and recommend topics. We give you three years of conversations to have with your children through middle school and high school. And it's incredibly important. And what Victoria's Voice Foundation is trying to do is create a systemic and comprehensive program that other families will not have to go through with David and Jackie and all the siblings of the Siegel family and all the, the listen, the entire organization, mm -hmm. his entire organization is a family. Westgate uh, Resorts is a, is a family. Her death affected thousands of people. Sure and now did. they're going ah. to affect millions of people with her strength and her words from beyond the grave. Beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit more about Victoria's Voice Foundation? Um, I, we touched on a little bit of their four pillars. Can you mention those again so everyone can know exactly what this foundation is doing and offering? Well, so legislative change they want to do. They want to get to um, they want to get to uh, you know Congress to make systemic changes. It's not the federal government's um, uh, you know responsibility. It's not the fe federal government's um, solution to solve, but there's such a key. So state and federal um, uh, laws that need mm -hmm. to be changed. Narcan distribution. Uh, Narcan is a, a valuable tool that can bring an overdose victim back from an opioid overdose, a federal right. overdose, if we get to the person in time. Um, you know, saving our kids' uh, um, challenge using social media, using video, um, using influencers getting to the parents, mm -hmm. getting to um, every part of our community, um, right. our, um, our not only our legislators, but our beauty queens. We have a section of the beauty program for good, called right. Beauty for Good, yeah. where uh, beauty pageant queens and, uh, and contestants from all over this country, so many of them have taken on drug education, suicide education as part of their platform. They're partners. NASCAR has partnered. We, are, we have an app that kids can have an incredible connection to each wow. other and to resources and to professionals, influencers with millions of followers that kids can hear positive um, messaging from um, we have a, a victory clubs. Yeah, tell us about free, those. Yeah, tell us about victory clubs. Drug-free clubs. 
no child should be alone in their quest to be drug-free. They need support, support from peers, support from their school, support from Victoria's Voice Foundation. So incentivizing them to be drug-free and then incentivizing them to remain drug-free, learn about drugs, carry their message peer-to-peer to other kids and younger kids, and incentivizing them with incredible opportunities all across this country. Um, you know, Westgate Resorts is far reaching and their partners mm-hmm. are uh, involved in this to incentivize kids to wow. stay and remain drug free. It's it's just incredible, you know? Wow. And, and uh, between we have a whole, the cap- educational, a whole yep. educational video series. We're not just going to the school and doing a talk. <laughs> We're providing schools with uh, systemic education that continues that message. Uh, to um, to staff, to parents, and to students. Wow. I mean, look at what God has done, right? Yeah. I mean, you talk about, go- and, and, and I just love that, you know, you're able to share your story. You're able to share your materials. You partner with Victoria's Voice Foundation. And there is this, you know, there is this 300 and something days a year where you're out there talking to kids all across the country about making wise decisions and understanding how harmful um, drugs and, you know, just this, the challenges that face these kids in this world are just really overwhelming. Doing it in a relatable way, an identifiable way, an engaging way where kids are not getting the drug talk. The, the, The best compliment I ever get every day is when a kid comes up to me at the end goes to the trouble of walking through his peers down the auditorium to come up to me and say, listen, I thought this was going to be another stupid drug talk. You know, you really, really impacted me. Kids uh, have handed me drugs. Kids have given me drugs, given wow. me vape pens. So it's incredible. And then Victoria's story left behind with this book, her right. words from beyond the grave, her message and her parents' selfless commitment. I love what Jackie Siegel, Victoria's beautiful mom, says. It's not about Victoria. That family knows they can't bring Victoria back. Victoria was never going to leave us because from from the time her casket went in the ground, a butterfly, a butterfly at a funeral, literally settled on her casket. It wasn't a Hollywood movie. A butterfly settled on her casket as they dropped it into the ground. From that very moment, her parents knew they had a mission on their hands and they take this mission very seriously. I'm so proud and honored to be a part of it. Oh, they are amazing people. Closing words of advice to the moms as, uh, as we wrap up this podcast, Michael, talk to the mamas that are listening. I mean, their hearts and their, their souls are connected to their children in a special way. And there's nothing we want more than our children to succeed so what would you say to us um, Absolutely. as we raise kids you know, in this culture? I don't, it's not a joke, but I kind of joke around a little bit. You know, why did I become a drug addict? My mom didn't raise a drug addict. How did I become a prison inmate? My mother didn't raise a prison inmate. Right. I say I had the kind of life that I had because I didn't listen to my mother. Like mm. I didn't listen to my mother because she didn't know anything. And then I grew up and found out my mom knew everything. And if I shut up and listened to my mother, I would have had a different life. I would have had a totally different path. She knew so much. And if I just tried to understand, I had trauma, divorced parents, sexually abused through middle school, physically abused through high school, and early, early, early um, um, addiction to three chemicals, nicotine, alcohol, and marijuana. 
moms, please understand that not my kid is the three most dangerous words you'll ever utter in your life. You can raise your kids with protective factors and try to reduce risk factors, and that's how you raise a child. The best parents, the, the most out-of-touch parents, parents who are very involved in their kids' lives. I've seen kids 4.0 GPA involved in extracurricular activities die from drug overdoses, and then I've seen foster kids never do drugs again. So it runs the gamut, okay? As moms, as parents, you have to connect with your kids and you have to know what's going on. You are competing with influences on your children that you have no concept, you don't even know exist. The mm -hmm. more you know, the better off you are. Maya Angelou said, you do better until you know better, but once you know better, you do better. You sure gotta get do. your kids to know better. And as parents, as moms, you gotta know better of what they're dealing with. So don't worry about stigma. Don't worry about if it happens in your family. I'm not telling you to celebrate it, but I'm telling you to face it. Face mm. it because you can face it. And as mama bears, that's right. What's going on in our country today, what warms me is yes. that a lot of the changes that are happening in our country, it's mm -hmm. moms saying, it oh, is. no, 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 no. You're not going to educate my kids about that stuff in second grade. That is You're right. not going to talk to my kids about this. Moms that is right. are the power in this country. Yes. That's the power. And that's you know, how we're we going to solve Michael, this problem. That's right. We say that moms are going to save this country. Uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> they absolutely are. A hundred percent. And we're on fire. I mean, we are just so like, we're in the battle. We're in the battle for the heart and soul of our country. We're in the battle for the heart and soul of our children, yeah. our families, our community. Yeah. We we are not going to, we're not co-parenting with the government. And surely nobody else is going to tell us what to do with our kids. Exactly. Because we are going to protect and guide them and teach them and raise them and love them in the way and that I God has chosen yeah. us to do. I promise you, Debbie, and you're on the front lines because your children are the targets, the targets of India and China, the targets of the cartels and the syndicates, the target of the tobacco industry, the target of the pharmaceutical industry, the target of social media, your children are the targets. And I would not want to be on the front lines of a battle with anybody other than moms. That's what <laughs> I want to be on the front line of the battle with. So, oh, It's so true. Thank you, Michael. I want to go ahead and just have you mention again how we get your information what website that is, and um, the information and the website for Victoria Voice Foundation. Yes, steeredstraight.org. That's where our, where our book is available, S-T-E-E-R-E-D, steeredstraight.org. And the big website where you get all the information on what we're doing is victoriasvoice.foundation, victoriasvoice.foundation. It'll absolutely blow your mind what this foundation is doing to save our children and to help moms with the tools to save their kids. That's right. Well, thank you, Michael. And um, God bless you in your journey. And we just pray for safety and yes. just strength because you're out there really um, saving these kids and sharing messages that are so powerful. So thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for your life-saving work that you're doing at Victoria's Voice Foundation um, and, and what they're doing there. Thank you to the Seagulls. Um, none of our listeners, none of our mamas would ever want to experience um, right. what the seagulls had to go through. And we admire them so much because they've turned their grief into action so yeah. that other parents will be spared the pain of losing a child to overdose. Absolutely. Um, moms, yeah, again, um, check out victoriavoice.foundation, all the information that we shared here. 
Um, and to the moms, I just want to remind you to visit our website here at momsforamerica.us. Check out all of our amazing resources, events, and programs like our cottage meetings, which is 12 lessons that will inspire and encourage you to learn about America's history and the principles of liberty. Again, we are offering Victoria's uh, book uh, on our website, which is at momsforamerica.us. You will get a complimentary copy there because the Seagulls have provided that to us at Moms for America. We want to get this into your hands. We want to help you, mom. Also, when you're on the website, please sign up for our newsletter. This is how we get connected and engaged with other moms all across the country. We truly believe, like Michael and I were talking about, liberty begins at home and that you, mom, you are the heartbeat of America. Don't ever forget that. Subscribe to our podcast, listen, share. I know so many moms, I'm just choked up even about the fact about this topic because it's real, it's happening, unfortunately, all across America to our children. Um, thank you, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Michael and moms. Let's keep changing our world one home at a time. I'll see you next week.